0: Welcome to the Christian O'Connell Show podcast. Everyone on this uh, team, we all did some kind of awful work experience, didn't we? No. It's a rite of passage, isn't it? A very boring week of work experience.
1: I thought I had a cool work experience lined up. I did a guitar shop on Brunswick Street called Fretted Instruments. So I was very excited to go to my work experience. thought I'd be tuning up guitars, testing amplifiers, strumming away all week. I spent all five days in a back storeroom, no windows, crunching down cardboard boxes.
0: Yeah, so, you're no, so you didn't even touch a guitar. Didn't
1: see a guitar. No. <laughs> so Only on the, on the every, every morning on my way from the front door of the store as I walked through out to the back storeroom yeah. that it smelled like seaweed and I crunched boxes.
0: Yeah, we used to have, I think it was like an 18-month waiting list for kids to do work experience at my old radio station. It was a big national radio station. Yep. And I used to feel so sorry. <laughs> Day one, you see these kids, they...
1: Oh my oh, I'm god! I'm going to be on radio. <laughs> they
0: literally—it's it's actually cruel what they do. They will them into the studio. I like, can't believe her. I'm sure I'm going to be seeing you around, Mr. O'Connell. Like, I will, I will never see you again. The only way you're going to—I'll see you—is in the post room. Oh. Two days a, you see these dishevelled souls. <laughs> they I haven't are. seen sunlight in three days. Are they feeding you? <laughs> uh, into you, Mr. O'Connell. <laughs> Speak for yourselves. I had a blast. For my work experience, so were you in straight into a newsroom? I'm guessing. Yeah, I went into radio stations. It was really funny. I was your life is basically you're born, then you're doing the news. (laughs) It It feels like maybe half an hour. Every time you tell your origin
1: story, you get younger.
0: (laughs) 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 Well, I was about sixteen, and I was at um, months. Yeah, that's right. I was at Two A Y in Aubrey, and there was two darling old men in the newsroom. They're about eighty, not out, and they sent me to cover this court story. I was sixteen. I was like in year ten and
2: Paul, one of the guys, handed me the keys to his car and he goes, there you go, you can just drive down. I said, Paul, I'm 16. I can't drive. Wow. Now, that is a great, right, work, work,
0: experience a great work experience story. actually great work experience. Patsy, genuinely, that is the only great work experience story I've <laughs> yes. ever heard. The rest of them are like Jack and I. You're in a windowless <laughs> room doing soul-destroying work. i tell you what it is. It's a wake-up call because I, yeah. I remember the same as you. It's just crushing boxes. You're doing just menial stuff thinking... I can't,
1: I can't this like can't this. be the life <laughs> that's
0: so I felt like a scene in a musical that, it? in any musical I've seen there's always a moment where someone goes this is not the life for me <laughs> that's everyone at some point during a uh, god awful week of work experience alright so we want to hear your work experience stories today even this guy we had yesterday, Matt this should have been a great one work experience with the drummer from Men at Work. And then I did work experience with the drummer, the men at work. I ended up washing their cars and cleaning the toilets. <laughs> there you go. That is what work experience, <laughs> experience that's is. That's what it all boils it's down It's an experience to. of the drudgery <laughs> of work. 9414-1043. We want to hear your work experience stories. The ones like Jack and I. I don't know if we get another one by half-eight. That's actually got a great one like Patsy where you were giving the keys to the car. On a brighter note. You're listening to the Christian O'Connell Show podcast. Grant.
1: Morning. How are you, Christian?
0: I'm good, Grant. So tell me about your work experience.
1: Um, I was in the, the control tower at uh, Moorabbin Airport. Um, oh, cool. In there, looking at the planes. Um, and then one afternoon, I ended up down in the with the fire station that was at the airport in those days and driving around in the fire truck and actually driving it myself. Uh, <laughs> a bit loose over at Morabin.
0: <laughs> Give it a go any, Oh what's that plane <laughs> It's not that they train pilots there So you've got, you've got too many amateurs And they're training up fire kids as well
1: <laughs> Now Grant we can't let you fly the plane But okay have a go in the fire truck
0: Knock yourself out there's the keys uh, Grant that's brilliant Thank you very much you're cool, buddy Have a good morning
1: Thanks you too
0: Amanda, good morning. Hello. Hello. How uh, are you? I'm good, Amanda. And uh, tell me about your work experience.
1: I did a week with the uh, the CFA. Uh, so spent a week there. We washed the trucks, uh, tried out the apparatuses, and on the last day got called out to a fire and got to ride in the back seat, uh, only to get halfway there and told we weren't needed, so we turned around and came back.
0: Oh. <laughs> But the excitement for a while, right? So
1: close yet so far. <laughs> a ride along
0: that would have been incredible. At least they were out for yeah, it. Yeah, it. it was. It was good fun. Yeah, lots of fun.
1: Do you oh. get to go down the pole, or is that just no? No, it wasn't that. It was just a CFA one. Didn't have the pole and all that sort of uh, stuff. Do they,
0: do they still have the pole? I don't know.
2: Is that just yeah? At, at
0: Craigieburn, burn. there's a um, there's a training centre out at Craigieburn where is I used that... to work behind there. And they've got all the, uh, the towers and the poles and stuff. Do you know what? They can make a nice little side money, turning those fire stations into like an amusement park sometimes. Like, <laughs> I'd pay five bucks to have a little slide down that pole. I and thought go you were going to say strip club with the poles. No.
1: What would I say <laughs> I that?
0: Like it. It's your brain right hey, now. Your wife I know, it I know really it's a strip bit strip quiet at home, you know. <laughs> about, oh, that, that could be a strip pole. What? <laughs> <laughs> Sorry, Amanda. He's got a lot going on right now. Oh. Yeah. Tell me what we're finding on, out. Yeah. If you do work experience, you can have a go and knock yourself out on yeah, the fire trucks. <laughs> yeah. 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 <laughs> Amanda, great call. Thank you very much. Have a good one. Nine four one four one oh four three. You're right over there. <laughs> oh <my God. laughs> the Christian O'Connell Show podcast. And we'll gear about strippers, okay? Jack had another five minutes he told me. I said, no, no.
1: Hey, you wanted the dog testies on I here. I still think I'd like to hear that
0: story, OK? I'm glad that, that, that I'm getting on email later today, so I've got something to look forward to at lunch. <laughs> uh, we're getting some great stories today about your work experience. Frank. Hey, guys. How are you going? We're good, hey, Frank. Frank. Welcome on board. Thank you. Off you go, Frank
2: okay so basically on the Monday morning in 1989 I was 15 year old kid got a job at Maya in the computer department so I was selling the good old Commodore Amiga if you guys remember that
0: I do yeah and
2: yeah. basically yeah so on the Monday I've I owned one at I owned one at the time as well so I was selling heaps of them <laughs> from Monday through to Wednesday and my manager was loving it but then the other two sales reps were, dying because I was smashing their sales records. <laughs> so the Thursday morning, I actually go to back to my upstairs and they give me a form, a transfer form, and they send me to the women's department, shoe department, and I, so I was selling shoes for two days. Oh. So I ended up downstairs because they didn't want me to b- break their sales records.
0: This is incredible. Frank, I love the idea about the junior sales <laughs> legend. They still talk about it to this day. The we are
1: 15-year-old. Have this... God, goodness knows
0: what he's out there selling now. <laughs> nfts or something whatever it is
1: that boy could sell a computer like no one else
0: struggled with a shoe though but computers do you know what's actually a good sales gimmick a young kid talks to you about computers you trust them
2: yes mm. they should have just kept you in there they, well look the manager loved me but i think on the day off on his day off those other two sales oh, rip streets you know, yeah it's... yeah so basically i smashed their records and they couldn't I was just dying that that I was, that I was beating their records. Crushing stadium. them. I ended up, <laughs>
0: crushing them. I
2: ended up serving women selling shoes. I had no idea what a stiletto was. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Frank, what do you
0: do now, by the way? Because you've got the gift of the gab. I'd buy whatever you're selling, Frank.
2: Uh, mate, I'm actually a hairdresser. So I've I've been i made my own business and ran it has been running for 25 years. And whereabouts is uh, Frankie's hair? Uh, I say uh, it's it's hair by Chaconi and Macleod.
0: Love mm. it. I love a good old school hair buy. Yeah. And you're obviously Frank Ciccone? <laughs> yes, I am. Pleasure to meet you, Mr. Ciccone. <laughs> my friends, thank you very much. <laughs> and whereabouts are you in Melbourne? In McLeod. McLeod. Gotcha, in McLeod. Okay, that's why. Yeah, right hair buy Ciccone.
2: Uh, yeah, you got to come in for a haircut. I'll, I will. I'll, I'll look after you. Yeah. you got any condos I'll, I'll out the back way. as well? <laughs>
0: what my little Amiga or a 64?
2: You know what? I won't see
0: any women's shoes. Don't worry. (laughs) (laughs) Frank, lovely chatting to you, Okay, You have a good day. Cheers. Cheers, guys. He was a joy. Uh, James.
1: Morning. How are
0: you? Is this the testicle guy?
1: No, Uh, testicle guy has
0: been stood down. (laughs) James, good morning. Sorry, James. Carry on. (laughs) Work experience.
1: Yeah, mate. When I was about 16, I was sent to a travel agent in uh, a little town that I lived in in Queensland, and the guy was known to be a bit dodgy. Um, actually, I think it might have been Frank. He sounded like Frank. <laughs> and, um...
0: <laughs> no, hey, by Chaconi. I won't have this kind of talk on the show.
1: Well, <laughs> it's just how it is. I didn't make the story up, so uh, some of it, some of it's made up. And um, on the first day I turned up, he goes, "I'll bring you passport tomorrow. We'll see if we can find something interesting for you to do." Well, Oh, okay, I, uh, I did that. I bought the passport to work. And first thing in the morning, he's um, taken me in the car. He's gone to Brisbane Airport, and he's given me 20 bucks. And he goes, oh, you'll need this when you get to New Zealand. I went, are you, are you joking, mate? So uh, sure enough, I jump on this flight from Brisbane to Melbourne. I had to work out how to get around the airport um, to get to the international side. I made my flight in time, and all I had was this box. He goes, oh, you've got to take this box, and there's going to be a guy there in Christchurch. As soon as you get out through Customs Light, just give it to him, and he'll give you another one, and just bring that back. That's all you've got to do. This is oh, right. shocking. James, no. Nothing, suss. No, it's fine. Frank said it was all right. So- <laughs> it's a wig in there. I swear. <laughs>
0: Oh, James, that is unbelievable.
1: Oh, well, the worst bit was I spent all my money at uh, Brisbane Airport because I didn't realise how expensive it was for airport food because I think it was my second ever trip to an airport. And um, when I got to New Zealand, I got I got out I gave this box to this bloke and then he gave me another one. And I couldn't get out without paying a $10 departure tax. So I had to go back <laughs> and find this guy to then pay a $10 departure tax. <laughs> and I got... I got on the same plane that I left on, and the is like, Oh, are you all right? Like, yeah, yeah, I just had this. She goes, Yeah, don't mention that. Just get on the plane. Like, oh. I told her what I had to do, and she's this, like, this, Oh, this
0: feels like a scene from the Tony Soprano sort of prequel movie.
1: Yes. <laughs> Yeah, I, I, I Tony. <laughs> I wasn't. I was packing it on the way home. I was under strict instructions not to open the box. And anyway, I got I got home. The hey that was on the flight just said, "Yeah, no, nah, don't don't tell anyone about this." <laughs> so I got off and
0: James, walked straight through. And this is like the only like the first two days. What happened the rest of this week?
1: Oh, that's another day, mate. I'll tell you about that little... later. Oh, well, I had day. to go and uh, <laughs> ride along when they had to go and do a hit on someone who hadn't paid on time.
2: <laughs> <laughs>
0: James, outstanding call. Well done. Yes, Thank uh, you. All right. Take it easy. The Christian O'Connell Show Podcast. Oh.